Egypt inflation rates hit an all-time high and South African stocks start the week in the red. From over 975 cities, 124 countries, Kush Investments brings you the Good Morning Africa podcast. Good morning, Africa, and welcome aboard your pulse and everything business in Africa. I am Ritha Dong. For more, follow us on Twitter at The K Financial, and you can find me at Ritha Dong. Your main story is brought to you by INM Bank PLC, INM Bank Rwanda. We are on your side. More than 20 countries in Africa are either at high risk or in debt distress. Debt service payments across the continent are now projected to hit $26 billion by 2025. At the launch of the 2023 African Economic Outlook, the African Development Bank President Akinumi Adesina highlights Africa's debt vulnerabilities and why debt restructuring conversation needs to be all-encompassing. The external financial inflows to Africa including foreign direct and portfolio investment, official development assistance and remittances have rebounded to approximately 20%, reaching $26 billion, or about 7.5% increase of GDP in 2021. This is up from roughly $180 billion, or 7.4% of GDP in 2020 during the COVID-19 pandemic. However, All countries, whether they are growing or whether they are declining in terms of their growth rates, all face compounding challenges. And that arises from high inflation globally, the contractionary monetary policies in developed economies, especially the U.S. and the EU, that have led to rising interest rates that are causing rapid increases in debt service costs, with a stronger dollar leading to devaluation of currencies, driving up imported inflation, and of course, capital flight of portfolio investors. The report shows that 25 countries are either in high risk or in debt distress. They saw the highest increase in debt service payments. So of course, the longer the monetary policy of raising interest rates, the higher the debt vulnerabilities of countries that I've just mentioned. And this is especially critical as the debt service payments due for Africa in 2023-2025 will rise from $22 billion to $26 billion, which could lead, in fact, to more debt distress. So also challenging is a high level of domestic debt that needs to be restructured. Short tenor of this debt, as well as high coupon rates they incur, further complicates debt vulnerabilities of many countries. It is clear from this report that even as we think about the uh, restructuring of the external debt in Africa, we have to suddenly look at domestic debt restructuring as equally important. As African central banks also raise interest rates, the weakened demand for financial services could increase the risk to financial stability unless banks are supported with capital and liquidity buffers. The rise in global interest rates have had negative effects on portfolio investments in Africa, with an outflow of portfolio investments increasing from $8.1 billion in 2020 to roughly $28 billion in 2021. However, remittances from the report we saw, the analysis shows remittances continue to help to boost recovery as this increased across several countries due to better than expected economic recovery in the migrant destination countries. In fact, 
the remittances increased from $84 billion in 2020 to roughly $96 billion in 2021. And I think this is particularly instructive to pay attention to as the war in Ukraine has led to a shrinking of the net official development assistance to Africa. The net ODA to Africa declined by 7.4% in real terms from $37 billion in 2021 to $34 billion. And I must say that's the lowest in the past 12 years. And so that calls for greater effort by Africa to mobilize more domestic resources. Also, it is critical to ensure that we have a coordinated, a better coordinated and more efficient debt treatment between official and private creditors and ensure that the G20 common framework works for African countries. Other policy recommendations include industrial policies that can accelerate the diversification of African economies and the expansion of regional trade to lower exposure to global volatilities. And a quick look at the markets. The market segment is part by the Development Bank of Rwanda. We empower you. The Johannesburg Stock Exchange or Share Index was trading more than 1% down below the 74,000 level on Monday amid ongoing concerns about the outlook for the global economy and interest rates ahead of data on U.S. inflation and corporate earnings later in the week. The week has an expected consumer inflation and producer prices data in China have heightened worries about deflation in the economy, increasing the pressure on Beijing to implement strong economic stimulus measures on the corporate front. Resource-linked sectors were the biggest laggards, more than 2% down. And a quick trip around Africa, about 39% of international flights in and outbound operated in Nigeria between January and March were delayed. According to a report titled Executive Summary on International and Domestic Flight Operations, of the 3,073 domestic international flights operated within the aforementioned period, 1,193 flight schedules across 25 airlines were delayed. The report was published by the Nigerian Civil Aviation Authority. The new development gives to the repo effects of aviation workers' industrial actions and fund repatriation challenges in the aviation sector. In March, the International Air Transport Association, IATA, the top global trade association of airlines, appealed to the Nigerian government to allow international airlines to repatriate their funds trapped in the country. IATA says airlines trapped funds in Nigeria rose to $743.7 million in January from $662 million recorded last December. Meanwhile, African airlines handling cargo have taken a hit from the rising inflation reporting a 2.4% drop in cargo demand on a year-on-year basis. The International Air Transport Association in its latest May 2023 report on global air cargo markets shows that despite the drop in demand, African airlines have increased their capacity compared to the previous year. The report highlights a notable slowdown in the growth of Africa to Asia trade route, decreasing from 18.5% in April to 11% in May, possibly as a result of the conflict in Sudan since mid-April. IATA says the capacity in May has shown a 9.2% increase compared to the same month in 2022. IATA Director General Willie Walsh acknowledges 
challenging trade conditions for air cargo, noting that the sector will pick up once the weak economic indicators have corrected. Globally, the demand for air cargo measured in air cargo tan kilometers has fallen by 5.2% compared in May 2022, with a decline of 6% reported for international operations. The annual urban inflation rate in Egypt further increased to 35.7% in June of 2023, up from 32.7% in the previous month and still well above the upper limit of the central bank's 5 to 9% target range. It's the sharpest inflation rate since records began in 1958, driven by a low base effect and ongoing challenges with skyrocketing food prices, further exacerbated by the Muslim feast holiday and increased summer spending. Concurrently, Egypt recently raised prices on certain subsidized commodities such as rice and sugar. On a monthly basis, consumer prices slowed to 2.1% following a 2.7% increase in the previous month. The annual inflation rate in Rwanda eased for the third straight month to 20.4% in June of 2023 from 22.4% in the previous month. It's the softest reading since August 2022, mainly due to a further slowdown in prices of food and non-alcoholic beverages, which is by far the far most significant category in the CPI basket. Also, prices increase at a slower pace for restaurants and hotels, recreation and culture, miscellaneous goods and services, transportation, among others. On a monthly basis, consumer prices fell by 0.4% in June after declining by 2.7% in the prior month. Thank you for always waking up with us. Good Morning Africa is a product of the K Financial. If you have any suggestions or just want to check out more stories, visit the website that is thekfinancial.com and don't forget to subscribe. You can also find us on all social media platforms at the K Financial and you can find me at With a Dong.